0: All right. Uh, Good morning and welcome to Stanley Park Community Church. I am Brad. I am the lead pastor of this community. And I have... And I am John. My associate. That's right.
1: (laughs) Senior associate. Senior, yeah.
0: (laughs) The senior. Don't, you know, we we look very familiar and similar, but uh, there is a difference. He is a senior associate. Uh, John was just saying that we had some technical difficulties and we know whenever something technical challenge
1: happens, what were you saying? God is about to do something good. So get ready. We'll see what God's doing today.
0: Uh, Yeah, we want to start off, this is our last message in our series on one another's. So we thought we'd just run through the list of what we actually uh, have covered already, just as a refresher, as a reminder, and it also uh, fits very well into what we're looking at today. So the series started with how not to treat people. Um, That's actually been our top downloaded on uh, on Spotify. (laughs) Yeah, Everybody's wondering what not to do right now, so you can go back and listen to that if you missed it. Uh, The following week, we looked at encouragement, so encourage one another, we looked at grow one another, uh, pray for one another, restore one another, forgive one another, serve one another, confess to one another, and bear with one another. So that's been the last, I think that's eight weeks or so, that we've been looking through uh, the one another's in the scriptures and seeing how that can be applied to, you know, my life, your life, and us as a community. Uh, I'm going to pray over our time together, and we will dive into today's topic is love one another. Lord, we we ask you to be with us today. We, uh, we know that your heart is deeply for us and that your desire is to be alongside us. So help us be uh, focused in on you. Lord, help us close the other tabs on our computer. Help us uh, set aside a bit of time with you today to hear from your word, to be shaped and formed and challenged by your heart for us. Help us live out of your love for us. And Lord, we ask that you guide this time. Uh, may you just be abundantly, abundantly clear. Amen. You want to Yes. Yeah.
1: So, um, love one another. If you take a look throughout the New Testament at the passages that talk about, you know, how you treat one another, in that little phrase, one another, there's about 60 passages which uh, use that phrase. That's where these one another's come from, from those 60 passages. Mm-hmm. If you um, then look at those 60 passages, 15 of them, so that's a quarter, roughly, yes, I think. And uh, nah. 15 of them say one way or another, love one another. So mm-hmm. this is a huge, huge theme. Uh, and I think I would even wanna say probably love one another is like the summary of all of them. Um, all through the New Testament, love is consistently used as the summary statement of what God wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the great Commandments, yes. this is from Jesus, uh, love God. Love each other. Love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, If you look at the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Most people feel that the the first one, love, is kind of like the overall statement. Um, Paul, in another great passage that I remember best from when I, I cut my spiritual teeth on the New American Standard Bible. Uh, <laughs> it was back a while. <laughs> a few moons ago. Yes. Yeah. and uh, But the, he said, the goal of our instruction is love, which yeah. comes from a pure heart and a sincere faith and all that. So again, whenever the summary of what... God wants us, how he wants us to live, what he wants, the kind of people he wants us to be, it's always love. And so we, we've just picked three of those passages. Yes. Mm-hmm. Normally we
0: have just one, but yeah, yeah. today we were like, it's just so abundant. Well, There's just so many of yeah. them.
1: And I think you were going to just say a few words about the three passages.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking, as John was saying, that he, he could say that most things are summed up by love. It's good because Jesus would also agree with him,
1: <laughs> all right? Yeah, it's, it's actually the other way around. Yeah, 100%. I agree yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Jesus even says that love is a big thing. So today we're looking at three different passages, and there's kind of three different points that we really want to point you to. The first, love is a sticky thing. The second, love covers all things. And third, love is visible. So love is sticky. Love covers all things and love is visible. Our first passage is Colossians three twelve to 14. John, you want to read that for us? I do.
1: Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if you have any grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let me, let me yeah. just say a couple of things about it's those go. D- sort of yeah. two thoughts. Uh, this is a completely stolen thought, uh, but I, I heard a great sermon series one time on how to dress for church. Uh, I don't know if uh, anybody who's been around for uh, quite a while yeah. know that there have been debates as to like, what you ought to wear to church. And uh, the, we have buttons. That's and right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And, uh, uh, and masks too. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, that's, that one doesn't quite fit <laughs> in the same thing. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but um, here's God's advice on what to dress, how yeah. to dress for church. Uh, clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness, and patience. Uh, and and uh, I, I think that's just cool. Uh, and one other thought that I, I shared, this idea of uh, right at the very end, verse 14, over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Whenever you end up with a long list of things, and so we've got this, um, you know, you just shared, what, eight at least? Yeah, and at least eight. There's more than that of like how we treat one another. Sometimes it's very hard to know how to do Like you listen to one talk, you think, "Okay, I can do that. I can do that." Then, by the time you get to talk number eight, uh, it's like, "How do I do that? What do I do now?" And and then sometimes it actually feels like there's a bit of tension, you know. Like, when do I forgive? Mm -hmm. When do I confront? Uh, Those are those. When do I
0: just serve? Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, I think it's really really helpful to have something like over top that holds them all together, and that's love so so the point of forgiving is love uh the point of confronting is love uh the point of serving is love the point of praying is love like love is the thing that holds this all together uh it's the centerpiece so you you had a few things to toss yeah in here absolutely. Too, I know. just yeah. even
0: going back to uh what to wear to church just what to wear out like before you walk out of the house you know you, you have a pretty good idea. You're gonna have your pants on. You're gonna make sure you have your cell phone, your car keys, your glasses, your wallet. You're, you're thinking through this thing. Like this is actually a great list to run through. Like, am I am I leaving with grace? Am I leaving with yeah. love, Am I leaving with serving others? <laughs> am I leaving with confession? Right? Just a, a list to run through to make sure that you're properly prepared for life out there. But yeah, the the idea of of love being sticky. Um, all of these things that we've just gone over for the past eight weeks. You know, they, they're good, absolutely, like, great. We'd even encourage you to do those, 100%. But without love, uh, it doesn't really hold together. Mm. Uh, love is the, the binding agent. Um, I've made hamburgers before, and there's a thing called a binding agent, and if you just put ground beef on your barbecue without anything holding it together, you don't get a burger. You definitely don't get a burger. And we're, we're looking at this, is how do we hold all these one another's together and it's not by calling ourselves church
1: Mm.
0: it's not just by you know attending online on sundays it's not by signing up as a member those aren't the binding agents of what makes us a church it doesn't make a binding agent of all these things what does it is this love it's the piece that knits them all together the the sticky stuff that allows us to serve to bear to uh, honor to (laughs) to challenge to grow that is like the glue, the the rope that tethers, or concrete that just like really forms what we are as a church. Now, in in this idea of love, it it is also the thing that covers it all. Um, if if we look at what it would look like to just serve somebody, uh, if you don't have love in that, uh, you, you can you can serve somebody begrudgingly, Yes. right? You, you can ah, here you go, like throw it on the table when you're feeding them food, or. Grumble about every little thing, which we get to, <laughs> that makes you think of the song, you know, don't worry about every little thing, but grumble in every little thing. Like, we can get so <laughs> focused on ourselves, but this love thing, it changes us. Mm. It, it makes this hard person to serve, whether you're actually at work, and you have that, that person that you're like, well, here we go again, and, or you know, with your family where they're just so tired, and you need a break. But the love piece changes that into something that forms us. Uh, it might also be looking at the, the forgiving part. Is You can force people to forgive. Anybody that's been a parent that has more than two kids knows that fights happen. And you can like, sit the kid down. All right, now forgive Sally. All right, I forgive you. And then you leave them on their own. A few minutes later, they're fighting about the same thing. Is that, that, and,
1: and you don't even have two kids yet. No. You know this,
0: right? Yeah, Corbin fights with himself all the time. <laughs> yeah. But this, this idea that forced forgiveness you
1: know, can
0: work You know, if you place it. But forgiveness out of love is is a different posture. It once again binds it in a deeper way. And then this confession thing, even looking at that, is you can confess to somebody when you're caught. All right, officer, you got me. Right? But there's also this confession idea of you know, there's something in what happened that I don't want to carry into my relationship. And I don't want that to be sitting there. And so I don't just wait till I get caught. Ooh. I say, you know what? This has been bothering me for quite a while. Like, you know, you said this a while ago. I responded this way. You may not know, but I stuck a knife in your tires. Sorry. Like <laughs> whatever it is. It's, did <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- once again, this is a great spot for me to get things out. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's this confession thing in love that binds you back together. Not just this, oh, we caught him, but yeah. here is something that I find deeply wrong in myself that I want to bring forward because I want our relationship to look and live
1: better. Just jumping off that, this whole list of possible things to do, and and, I mean that's one of the beautiful things about the one another is it actually turns into concrete actions and that, you know, we need that, we need that very much. But here's the thing, and it came out in what you shared, any one of those actions can be done for multiple reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you can do, and and uh, one of my favorite sayings is uh, the thing is, though it smells different, yeah. uh, you can you know it, you know it, and so this idea of love being the energy that holds it all together, uh, love being. The, I guess you could say source as yeah. well as outcome yeah. like, like, and, and I think that's just incredibly important that what we're, what we're being called into is a kind of community that's shaped by love and uh, that's it's a beautiful thing challenging thing Yeah,
0: yeah so the, the list of things that we had just even in this passage it says put these on, so it's an intentional thing yeah. is to think about it, try to apply it try to make it happen and it's interesting how our, our thoughts and theories start shaping by the things that we intentionally engage with. Yeah. And then it says, after you've put all these other things on, cover it all with love. Put it over that. So, like the, the most visible thing, which we're going to get back to in a little bit, is love. It's not, you know, your servantness is what I most see, or your confessionness is what I most see. It's, it's your deep heart of love is what's yeah. most visible because it covers all these things. And so that gets us into our second point this covering thing of love, which sounds really good when it's like this nice, beautiful act. But here in this next passage, it gets a little bit trickier, which, you know, we don't want to avoid the trickier thing. So in uh, 1 Peter 4, 8 to 11, it says, above all, love each other deeply. Oh, I think that's great, right? Love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. It says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve one another, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should speak as if they are the ones speaking the very word of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ, to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. And so it starts off with this this idea of, you know, (laughs) love each other deeply. Yes! Because it covers sins, and that's where we start getting a little bit mess, like messier. It's like, oh, well, I mean, we don't want to cover sins,
1: do we, John? Yeah, well, see, let, let, let's talk, we're going to yeah. back and forth a little bit here and try to unpack this phrase, love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. Like, what does that even really mean? Uh, here's one thought, just to yeah. start off the discussion. Um, I, I don't know if you are this way. I'm an old hippie. You're not, <laughs> I know. Oh, but, I'm yeah. an old hippie, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I I have this passionate idealist streak that just runs through me and i i i i I counted i it mostly a good thing (laughs) but so we have this i think many of us have this picture that if we ever live together in some kind of you know deep community with people who love jesus it's going to be free of problems
0: right like deers float like what running by birds landing on my hand and so
1: so this idea of of, um, you know, that we, we won't have conflict, uh, there won't be trouble, uh, but of course, you know this, this that's not real. Mm-hmm. That's, and so, whatever kind of community that God has envisioned us being part of is a community full of people like us mm-hmm. who are sinful. Yeah. And that, that this, so whatever this love covers over a multitude of sins means, um... It means that we are together with sinful people making up this community. I have one, one other thought. Here's, here's um, and then we can... Uh, we can continue Go, John. Carry yeah. on. There's this... Um, <laughs> just about everybody who I know who has had some kind of a, like a profound personal encounter with God when they come to describe what they experience almost always it's something like this i have felt myself to be so deeply loved by god or other people to, it's like i was covered with like liquid love and and the experience that people who sort of meet god in a in a deep and meaningful way is often like th- that we experience god's absolute acceptance and love he loves us and that is like a core piece mm-hmm of the Christian experience. But here's something else that every one of those people has experienced. uh, That God doesn't Mm -hmm. overlook sin, but that this same God who loves us completely is like utterly ruthless in bringing about transformation Mm -hmm. in our lives. And so, so we have this utter acceptance and relentless calling to repentance and change and transformation And God, it's really hard for us to hold these things together. Uh, And and the only thing that can hold it together and be safe is deep, deep, deep love. Uh, And and so so the the acceptance is God's love. The the call to transformation is also God's love. And so this life of covering over a multitude of sins, there's a picture of love making it possible for there to be real community with people who are broken and sinful. Uh, and that's, I don't know, that's just a beautiful thing. But you got a few yeah. thoughts on that, too. Uh, well,
0: for, first we want to say, when we talk about covering a multitude of sin, what we aren't saying is that sin just doesn't get acknowledged. We're we not aren't,
1: covering up.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Not, we're not hiding it. We, yeah. we have seen, you know, digital age has helped see so much of things that have been in many churches that have been covered, that have been ignored and left. That's not what we're saying when we talk yeah. about it covers sin. Oh yeah, don't worry, we just plaster over it. I was actually reading in Ezekiel there, looking at some of the, the false prophets plastering over the cracks in the building. I, I and, just read
1: that passage. Here. Hey,
0: God is doing something we were saying. Yeah, so like <laughs> God will not let that stand, is what we know. Yeah. The plaster will come off. Uh, and that's not what we talk about when we talk about covering of sins. What we're talking about is, it's more like Jesus. right? Jesus saw that there was a sin issue in the world. That the world was broken, and that we were directly violating God's intent for us mm. and he saw that he didn't say oh well let's get out the plaster yeah. no he says all right let's get to work
1: yeah. and here's an interesting sort of side yeah. thought on yeah. that is that I think very many times w- when we have false expectations mm-hmm. about people we create an environment that mm-hmm. nudges people towards covering stuff yeah. up and, but whereas when we have a, uh, an environment where we realize holy smokes, we're broken, we're wrecked. If we're, f- if we're going to help each other, we've got to help each other overcome our stuff. We've got to face things on. If we can create that kind of a space, there is, at the same, again, yeah. there's acceptance and there's transformation at the same time, and it at least reduces the temptation to cover up in an unhealthy way.
0: Yeah, well, uh, the, the big difference even in this, just another one, is, is if you're selling your house, you're trying to flip it, right? You want to cover up all the things to get the best value out of it. I don't, I don't recommend that, but that's what happens, right? Like the, oh, don't worry, like a new paint job here and, you know, cover up that and you'll, you'll get more money. But we're making houses to live in.
1: Yeah.
0: Like to, to patch over a, a leaky faucet down in the basement isn't going to do well for our lives in this home. Yeah. That's a good,
1: that's a good one. Like there it that. is.
0: Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... What we look at when we look at Jesus is he went to the cross not by coercion. Oh, like go and do this to help him. He came out of concern. He entered into creation to restore us because he loves us. Yeah. You know the the idea of being covered once again is a very uh, Jewish root. Is Moses was sprinkling blood to cover the people with the sin uh, of their sins with the blood so that God would be able to look on them with favor. And they were like, yes, cover us, which seems weird to us now. But then we, we jump forward to Jesus on the cross when his blood is poured out. It's to symbolically do the same thing. Once again, his sin is being poured out to cover us. Not in the literal sense that they had earlier, but now in the spiritual sense, where we are now covered by the blood of Jesus because of his love. And that, that love allows us to engage with God, and it allows us to engage with one another, and it allows us to actually live into this house that God has desired for us to live into. Uh, in John fifteen thirteen, it says, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for a friend. Right? Jesus shows us what the greatest capacity of love looks like. It's not this paving over, not this plastering, you No, know, I just ignored it because I love them. Yeah. It's saying, no, like, I will do whatever it takes to confront this in a loving way to allow this sin, which is outrageous, to be engaged with in a way that gives dignity, respect, and still holds accountable the issues that are coming out of it. like we, we, The cross is the best thing that there is. Death had been what was coming to all of us. Mm. The, the consequences of our actions were abundantly clear, and they still took place. But God being God and Jesus being Jesus, the the response of it wasn't actually that we got what we deserved yeah
1: and again just sort of bringing it down to the experiential level of believers uh, very often what happens we we see the cross and we discover incredible forgiveness and the joy the peace that comes from being forgiven but also we see the cross and somehow that same message pushes us to transform, to change, to become different kind of people. It's the, the one act does both of those things, brings yeah. acceptance, brings transformation.
0: Yeah, so then from there, we, we have this, this challenge of the both ends kind of thing where we, we get to be restored, but we also get to be worked on for righteousness. Yes. Like that's, that's really the, the connecting piece in the, the restoring part is now you get to be something. You get to be righteous. You get to live in, you know, continue being it's like the house being renovated. You may not be able to afford to do it all at once. And I know that my brokenness and probably John's brokenness and probably your, like, you don't want it all done at once. We don't, we don't want that contractor right now. But that little piece, like, oh, this can be worked on now. And it's towards righteousness so that we don't repeat the same things that we've done before. Uh, so then moving from, from the covering, and that's not just, like, covering over, but uh, it's actually been covered. Like, the cost has been covered. Uh, we move into the love shows. John, do you want to read John thirteen thirty four to 35?
1: Okay. Jesus says this, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just kick off a Go couple ahead. of thoughts about this. Um, so, he says, I, br- I bring you a new command. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's really not new in the sense of love one another. That's not new. Reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very old idea. In certain in the Bible, uh, far before Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but the part that makes it new is when he says, the way that I have loved you. Mm-hmm. This is the... And it, so this, I, this picture of... And we're going to look at this all through the Christmas season as well. This picture of God... In the person of Jesus, entering into our situation, into our world, and then, you know, taking on the sin of the world. Um, this pic- there's three things I would want to say about that, and they're all connected up here. One is, if we ask the question, what is God like? Like, what is God like? The, the Christian answer is always Jesus. You want to see what God is like? Look at Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then, uh, and the answer, of course, is love. Um, in, in profound ways but but what is love uh, and uh, love is one of those very, very slippery words. It means an awful lot of things, and that 's just how language works uh, but but the focus is always when we talk when when love is being talked about. In the Bible, for us, as in terms of a way of living, uh, we're, to, we're to love like Jesus. So the picture of the cross—this self-emptying, this giving of Himself, this coming for for those who maybe aren't even looking for Him or grateful for Him at all—that's what love is. And then, but also, then it becomes uh, our command: yes. like, h- how should we live? We, it, so it says we're supposed to be like Jesus. But but if you tease that out, I mean, what does that mean? look like Jesus? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't sure. think it means <laughs> like mixing mud with spit and putting it on you know but, I mean maybe maybe yeah. maybe it could yeah. be it yeah. could be, but if all, so lead. Yeah, yeah. but always and it, and it certainly doesn't mean necessarily we're all to die a sacrificial death, yeah. um, although you know that kind of thing can happen, but but it's the kind of love that moved Jesus to to come and to die, and to rise again. That kind of, the, like, that nature of love is how we're to live. And that always, and I'll, I'll let you jump off yeah. of this, Then that always shows. It yeah. comes into, uh, it, it, it can be seen. It turns into actions. Yeah, so, yeah. Love, Brad,
0: love is visible. Once yeah. again, the, the most visible act of love Jesus ever did was on a cross. Like he, he was in front of a large group loving them. You know, his, his words were, forgive them, they know not what they do. Yeah. So we, we see from his, his tangible action that love was visible. We also see that in the passage says, by, by this love, everyone will know that you're my disciples. Which means our bearing of this name, this following of Jesus, is, is seen by our love. Hmm. It's not by my theological stance. It's not by my Facebook profile with whatever verses in there. It's not by those things, it's it's literally this this palatable, this tasting of, oh, this this is love. Mm. I, I can experience Jesus. I can tell that they're a disciple of him because of the way Brad loves, because of the way John loves, by the way you, you love, people can tell that you're a disciple. And that, that might be a, right there a big challenge for some of us. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Others might be so encouraged that it's like, yeah, like
1: I I can I can agree to that. Yeah. Let me yep. Yep. toss one thing in. Go right ahead. Can, um, so I, I don't know if you've hung around church circles for a long time. If you haven't, glad you're joining with yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you have, I, be, I bet you've heard over and over again over the years uh, different kinds of evangelism strategies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the, the church, we as believers really feel very strong because Jesus said so that we have an obligation to try to get this message out. Yep. And the people have done all kinds of things to do that. Yeah. And I think this passage is actually should be like the bedrock yeah. of any kind of evangelism strategy. Here, here's how people know we belong to Jesus, because we love like he does. Um, all I say is, may that be so good. Oh, it would be so, so good. Yes,
0: it would. <laughs> so, all the pictures in my head, I'm like, oh, yes, please, Lord. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's, it's God's strategy for his kingdom to expand in other people's lives is for his people, his group of people, the ones that have decided to follow Jesus, to love like Jesus. That's his strategy. It's not his plan B.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if, if his if his plan was for him to do all the work, he'd still be here. Yeah. But his his plan is to do it through us. And that's a great challenge, but it's also a great privilege. Now a lot of people And, and here's yeah. the thing.
1: It works. Right? Oh, yeah. like, like, ask some people who have come to know Jesus why they did, and very, very, very often there's someone somewhere who showed, often by very simple means, yeah. love and care. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we as people, we, we tend to paint with broad strokes. Uh, think of the last terrible customer service experience you had, right? Walmart. <laughs> You've probably had a bad one there, and you know, not all Walmarts are the same, but we tend to think of it. There's even like a, a, a stream on the internet saying Walmart people. Like, there's some of that reinforces it, but we have this broad stroke. Oh, I had a bad experience here with this person, or with that type of place. I don't do Mexican, or whatever it is. We, we broaden everything past the, the very fine details. And so the same is also for when people interact with Christians. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what Christians are like oh, shoot. <laughs> right? If you've ever had that conversation, that sucks.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I happen to be a Christian. I, I don't do that. Right? That's probably what you, what you lean back with. Um, but as we look at this, is we have the opportunity also to broaden it where, oh, man, Christians, I know what they're like. Yeah. They, they love you know, people, right? Yeah, they, they love them. They, they show up with brush spread. They, they do all these kind of things. Uh, how great would it be to help people paint with that broad of a stroke? Now... It's, it's, once again, is the way that people will interact with the church isn't our building. It isn't our live stream. And if this you're on here, like great to have you here. But the way that people actually engage with Jesus is through one another. It's us coming in contact with each other's lives. And so our, our love is what covers everything else that's in there. Like, oh, what are you carrying with you? Oh, look, I have joy. I have all these, like, love is over this all. And as as we go forward, we get to make this story of Jesus tangible. We get to make it uh, faith palpable. We get to make all of this available to the people around us. And and the core piece is this loving of one another. And that's not just us in the church, it's loving others. So as we're finishing this series, I would love to take a, a few seconds, if you're on the chat bar, do this. If you're in a room with somebody, do that. If you have a pen and paper, feel free to write it there. But out of these one-anothers that we've gone through, which one of them did you find easiest? Was it encouraging? Are you or like, man, it's so good and so easy for me to encourage people? Like, they're, everybody around me is just so great, so I just encourage them. Keep being great. Um, was that what you found, or was it encouraging others to grow? Like, you just have that heart in you where you're like, I can see something better for your life. And I find it quite easy to speak into that yeah. lovingly, lovingly, right? And which ones did you find the hardest over this past series? Um, or, or are you finding hard today? Is, is literally the one that covers it all loving? Uh, because your, your history, because you've been hurt by so many people. Is, is coming with love, I can do the serving and I can grumble less. Um, is that the hardest thing? Is, is it the confession, because you once again have met people that aren't meeting you with love? Feel free to put in the comment bar which ones of these you found easier, which ones you found harder. You don't have to say why. Write it down if you want to, or just share with the people in the room. As we don't want to just go through this material saying, here you go, put this in your life. We want to continue to work it into our, into our being. And so that's why this is an opportunity for you to just embrace with that practice. Um, so yeah, as we are carrying on as a, a community, I, I, John, us, everybody around you, want to encourage you to continue to live into these one anothers, mm. uh, covering them with love, and let, letting that be um, a big part of your identity is is your faith in Jesus, but the way that looks is is through the love and through these one anothers. So once again, the three things that we were looking at today, going back, is love is sticky. Love covers all things. And love is visible. And that might be the last one. The love being visible is the uh, one thing that we really, really need to focus in on right now. As we are seeing our culture lock itself in. As we see ourselves withdrawing from others. Is that love is visible. And so if, if we're going into a lockdown, if we're going into a red zone, if we're going back to a green zone, wherever it is, this truth doesn't change. Yeah. So how, how can we make love seen in this time? And that isn't up to me to decide. That's not up to John to tell you what to do. It's up to you. The, the question from all of this one another is, how are you going to make this sticky love that covers all things visible to one another? And I leave you with that. We have coffee hour, you know what to do there, but I really want to leave you with the question of how are you making love visible today?
1: Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next Sunday.